Earlier this week, I made the fabled and legendary trip over them there Pennines to head to Manchester for the Pod News Live event, the only dedicated B2B event in the podcasting industry right here in the UK. And because you enjoyed my last event review so much, I decided to spend a little time reviewing the Pod News Live event as well. So this is, of course, the Podcast Accelerator. I had a week off last week. I went on honeymoon, which was wonderful. And then inevitably, I came straight back and dove into the event space. And if, if anyone's been on any kind of summer holiday, any kind of summer break, you'll know what it's like the second that you get back to work. It's like you never went away. That's me right now. I wouldn't say it's the blues. I wouldn't go that far. But it's certainly a distant memory. But... It was pretty cool because I got to dive back into this event space, like I said. And what was fascinating was the the, the few days that I spent before my time off was with James Cridland and Sam from Pod News down at the podcast show in London. And then my first few days back were with the very same people, albeit in a very different setting for a very different reason. So I'm going to talk about the Pod News live event in just a second. However, before I do that, I get a lot of people saying, Marco... Love the podcast, dude. Appreciate your Yorkshire accent. Appreciate the straight talk. Thanks a lot. What can we do for you? Well, I'll tell you what. You can buy me a beer if you want. That's right. You can head to mark.live slash support. And on there, you'll be able to just chuck me a beer. Now, this is not a ploy. I will spend that money on a beer. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna use it for a better microphone. I don't need one. This is alright. Not gonna use it for new podcasting gear. I'm going to use it to buy a beer. So thank you to everyone that does that. I really appreciate it. It, uh, it means a lot. And I know it's all flippancy aside. It means a lot that, you know, you spend a lot of time creating things, just like we do building Captivate, just like we do with anything that you love. You know, you, you spend a lot of time creating it. And, and for people to want to say thank you in any format is fantastic. But obviously, if it means I can buy a pint, then it's greatly, greatly appreciated. So that's mark.live slash support. So what is Pod News Live? Well, it is an event run by Sam Setti and the wonderful James Cridlin. They're both wonderful. I don't know why I gave James the wonderful moniker. I'm, you know, take that back. They're both absolutely wonderful. And I don't, I'm going to sound like I'm sort of taking credit because I'm not. It's nothing to do with me. Those guys are way smarter than I am. But I had a conversation with Sam a long time ago and uh, he actually said this on stage as well. So it's not just me kind of waxing lyrical about this. He said, we should, uh, we should do an event in the North. I said, yes, it would be wonderful if you did. I don't know how to do events. I'm not that, I'm just really not that smart. I'm a software and a marketing and a brand product guy. That's me. And uh, so they did. They put it on and it was fantastic, fantastic actually, because it was, it was at the Salford Keys. It was in Manchester, just over the Pennines at the Lowry Theatre, which is a wonderful venue. If you've ever been over to the Lowry, it's a wonderful theatre. But not only that, the entire area, Salford Keys, the whole Media City UK, the BBC are there, ITV are there. It's it's a great place, regardless of whether you're, you know, you're in media, you're in podcasting, you're in audio, you're in TV, whatever, regardless of any of that stuff, it's just a nice place. For me, it's the other side of Manchester. So it was really nice to be able to drive to an event and, and drive back to see uh, my little girl. The, 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 after the event, normally I've got to stay over, I've got to go to London, I've got to even go to the US, you know what it's like. I, I travel a lot for events to speak at them. And very often I've, I've you know, 
I'm away for days, if not a week at a time. So this was fantastic to go to such a high quality, high caliber, well thought out, highly considered event that was within driving distance. You know, I take a brew. I listen to my podcasts, listen to a bit of music. It was a music morning. The sun was shining. I had the old tunes blaring out as I went through, uh, through Saddleworth over the hill and far away to the Salford Keys. And it was just a wonderful venue, easy to get to, very well thought out because of that. I think, I don't think that's by accident. I think the accessibility is an important part of any event. And I think we've seen events die a death because of their lack of transport, you know, the, 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 the lack of thoughtfulness that has gone into where they are. And I think this did, this did not suffer from that at all. So I commend that decision. Uh, the wonderful Stuart Townsend uh, and the podcast Hawk team were there running the show and, and kind of, you know, just, just I, I'm making sure the day went really smoothly. And it was just very, very nice to be in that location on a sunny day, feeling like you were sort of in, here's an interesting thing, sort of in an, in, in a media space, even though we were the only ones in the theatre, you know, feeling like you were in that, that, um, you know, that, I suppose that just that, just that place, you know, that's a really what a terrible explanation. But just the area for media, being in Media City, being in Salford Keys, it just felt right. It just, it's not, and I don't want to bash any event because I think there's so many great events out there. But you know, sometimes when an event gets the location wrong, like they, they, I'm a fan of hotel events, of course, and we go to thousands of them, but you know when the hotel's not quite right, and we've had it a couple of times, it's not quite right. And it affects the event. It's the perception of the event is all wrong. This is simply the opposite. So I, I, I do think James and Sam should be commended for that decision of putting this right in the centre of Media City UK, right in the heart of, of, of the, the northern media space, and putting it in Manchester overall, I think, was fantastic. The format of the day was very interesting. It was a, it was unlike many events. There was, honestly, no education, which I loved, because remember, this is a B2B event, a business-to-business event, which I'll talk about in a bit. And the format of the event was a range of different people. You know, there was myself, there was James, there was Sam, um, there was Michael Carr from Crowd Network, uh, there was VoiceWorks, there was Jim Salverson, there was Amy Woods, there was uh, Vic Turnbull there speaking. And, and and these are all B2B people, okay? And it, it was very, very interesting because there was no education. It was just a show and tell, which I think is very interesting because it was a B2B event. You know, no one was there to learn how to start a podcast or here's three marketing tactics to supercharge your podcast growth. You know, none of that. And that's cool. Those things have their place. This wasn't it. And that was very, very refreshing. All right? It was very, very refreshing. That was followed with each speaker with a, a Q&A. I did a, a full Q&A for 30 minutes. Um, I didn't do a show and tell because, well, for two reasons, really. I, obviously, I was away for a couple of weeks, so didn't want to be spending the honeymoon putting slides together. But also, it's it, that is, you know, I, I find show and tells very difficult. I'm not a I'm not a salesperson, even though my job is to, to, to sell product. I, I, I work better with conversation. It's just how I am. You know, I, I, I would much rather educate or converse than kind of show and tell and sell. Um, now I'm not saying that the other people that were there were selling because they weren't, they were doing very good show and tells about what they've been up to. And it prompted a lot of, uh, eager conversation, a lot of eager questioning, and it was a lot of great value work that came out of that. My point is that to me, I'm uncomfortable with that show and tell format from, and, and that's, that's sort of on me, you know, that's my insecurity, I think, where 
I, ju- I just think people are going to think I'm trying to sell, and I'm, I'm not. So I, I think that's honestly, like I'm a Yorkshire person. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not there to sell. Like I'm way too polite for that. So I, it, it, I, even even though the show and tell format is clearly not intended to sell, I still felt uncomfortable being salesy if that it makes any sense whatsoever. But I thought the format was really, really good. And in particular, the B2B format. Now, this was this was a relatively, um, when compared to the podcast show and to podcast movement, a smaller scale event. It was B2B, which I don't think we have enough of, in the certainly in the UK, and even I think in the US. Yes, you'll get the upfront, you know, very different B2B. It's yes, you, there are some trade shows. You've got NAB and, and wherever else you might, even places like CES that some of the hosts go to. And yes, you've got things like Podcast Movement Evolutions, which is intended to be a B2B. I mean, you know, an industry show rather than a sort of podcaster education show. But this was very specifically set up to be a B2B show. And that was very, very, very refreshing. The scale was right. There, there were no, what's the best way to phrase this? Everyone felt like peers. They didn't feel like, like with some events, you get sort of the, here are we, the successful podcasters, usually in the entrepreneur space, which is always crap. And, you know, here are the lowly other podcasters beneath me, the superpower entrepreneur podcaster. And, you know, that, that division, I, I've never liked that. I've said it before on podcasts where you'll go to some events and it's like, oh, the the entrepreneur speakers are going to a private dinner that's only for high ticket salespeople or for high achievers. And you just think, get lost. That's absolute crap. You know, if someone's paid money to come and see you speak, then at least have some good grace at least spend a bit of time with them and actually have some respect for them. You know, instead of hiding yourself away and being a quote unquote celebrity, you know, I call that a big fish in a small, small pond, not even a big fish anymore. You know, a lot of those people, it's funny, so, you know, the people that are genuinely celebrities in like podcasting um, don't act like it. The people who think they're celebrities sort of do. And that's what was beautiful about this event. There was none of that. We were all peers. We were all doing our bit for the business, for the industry of podcasting. We're all, we're all good at it. You know, frankly, everyone that was there deserved to be there. Everyone that was there was, you know, not, 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 not always doing something unique or something fresh, but it was certainly very interesting to see the ideas and the show and tells that were taking place being presented as ideas that have now matured. And a lot of them that have now been proven. So a good example of this would be like, um, you know, branded podcasts. I remember going to VoiceCon. I want to say the Gary V event in 2018 in New York. Um, and even, I would say even some of the podcasting events sort of before that and, and, you know, branded podcasts being this sort of, you know, we, we know that we need to do podcasts and we know that we're a brand. So we're going to get a consultant to come and do us one and it's not going to be amazing. What happened here at Pod News Live in Manchester was that a lot of people had done great podcasts great branded podcast. So this is an example of where an idea, it's not a new idea, it's not a fresh idea, but now it's matured, it's been proven, and we could all learn from the mistakes and the the, the challenges and the positive experiences that people had built around something like a branded podcast. Now, that's not the only example. There's always everything there from, you know, how to succeed in specific verticals um, 
to you know some discussion around like the MRG kind of format, which is um, interesting. Uh, minimum revenue guarantee format, um, things like, you know, how how to work with talent. So when I say talent, I mean like the people that are on the podcast, so like the Katie Price podcast, which I think was, was that Crowd Networks that did that one? Uh, Crowd Network that did that one, Michael Carr's um, crew. And it was it was interesting to see how they'd, through the experiences that we didn't have as a podcast industry five, six years ago, how they'd led the way, you know, uh, uh, amongst other production companies, how they led the way in, 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 in trying to figure out how to structure these deals, how to make these deals work, how to mitigate some of the risks, how to navigate some of those challenges and how to make the experience positive, not only for the listener, but for the producers uh, and for the talent and for everyone involved. So that was, I think that's why these events are so important because when do we when do we genuinely get to check in as an industry with each other? That's really quite rare. Yeah, of course, we, you know, we meet up at, at places like Podcast Movement Evolutions and so on. But they're such big events and they're fantastic. I love them. I'm, I'm there for those events. I adore them. But this kind of event, I think, was very well conceived. I, I, I think that um, James and Sam... They know the podcasting industry. They are they are they are very talented. They've got a lot of experience. They are you know come from broadcast background, lots of experience in the audio and the, the radio sector. They are good at that. They know what they are doing, and, and they are most importantly, like we all are, interested and passionate about the podcasting space, and that shone through. There was nothing complex about it. The day ran smooth. I think it's like the only event I've ever been to, ever that has run pretty much on time because it didn't need to be fancy. There was very few moving parts. It was just very well done. It knew its audience. And I think that is testament to James and Sam and their approach and their experience and their knowledge. You know, they, they, they assumed there was a need. They did some diligence on it. They found that there was a need and it was proven because there is one and it worked. Okay. So I, I commend this. The, the, the next, the next one of these pod news live is in London on the September the 27th. I'm hoping to be there uh, for that one as well. I doubt that I'll be speaking. I, the, 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 there's, rightly so, I would hope that they will rotate the speakers because there's a lot of valuable people in podcasting doing great work that need that kind of respect and that platform. So I, I would hope that they rotate the speakers. Um, so try to get to it. If you're in podcasting, if you're in the industry of podcasting, and you want to go to an event where it's not education about how to podcast or how to do something in podcasting, but almost the state of the industry. And I think, I think that was, that was epitomized very much by, 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 by James Cridland's opening talk, which uh, he's known now for his opening talks that given in, 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 I suppose, an inside look into the state of the industry. Uh, so get to it. September 27th in London, Pod News Live. I think it'd be fantastic. And just to kind of sum up and, and to, to cap this off, I walked away personally with three clear insights. I, 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 I tweeted this on the day of the event. We need more Pod News events. <laughs> Get to it, James. Get to it, Sam. It was, it, was, it, was, it was fantastic. We need more events in Manchester. And I know that, you know, the MIC podcast club that we we heartily support here at Captivate run amazing meetups and so on. And they were responsible for the wonderful Pods Up North event. But we just need some more. You know, this reminded me of um, like the older podcasting events, you know, where podcast movement started. This event reminded me of Podfest, where that started. MapCon out in New Jersey. It reminded me more than anything of where New Media Europe started. Isabella and Mike Russell 
who run Music Radio Creative back in 2013, 14 and 15 and 16, I want to say, um, put together New Media Europe. It, it ended up in London, but it actually started in Manchester. It's an event very, very much like this. And even before that, just in pub meetups. We need more of these style events, this size of event in Manchester, or at least the north. All right. So that's the second takeaway. And and the third one is that we need more of these smaller scale, hyper-focused B2B podcasting events, because that industry side of things, it moves perhaps faster than any other element of podcasting, but it's rare that we all get together to discuss it. So I think it's to be commended that, that Sam and James had the foresight to do that. So great, great event. Really enjoyed it. Um, you know me, I wouldn't blow smoke up someone's ass if I didn't believe it was a good event. I enjoyed the podcast show, as you know. I enjoyed this event. All right. I'm not one to just say that I like something just for the sake of content. I will. You, <laughs> My brand is to be straight talking. <laughs> so highly, highly recommend it. If you can get to the one in September, please, please do so down in London. Next week, I will be back here with the Podcast Accelerator. Probably going to talk about memberships again, because we've got an update coming to Captivate's membership platform to enable you to generally have more power over your monetization options as a podcaster. But I'm going to dig into some of the um, some of the tactics that you can use to build out good quality memberships and also talk about some of those new features that we've got coming up as well because uh, they will allow you to design very interesting membership experiences for your audience. And I think it's going to allow you to generate more revenue quicker. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to be excited to talk about that. So I'll see you next week. Thank you so very much. If you do want to buy me a beer, you can do so at mark.live slash support. And until the next episode, stay safe, look after yourself and keep doing what you do. All right. See you soon. Bye bye.